this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts <clears throat> is to support you and empower you to be stepping one little incremental step at a time, one choice at a time to move towards and into who you are in your fullest expression as a divine human spirit. And um, so for me, this, as you've heard me say, perhaps that for me, this process has been a lifetime, uh, but the last 10 years have been a significant <laughs> journey, sort of an Olympic uh, practice training everyday kind of thing for me to come to this level of um, mastery, this level of presence, this level of, of fulfillment in my life. And uh, it's a hard, grueling experience. And it's that's true whether you are wanting to master your um, any athletic endeavor, um, an Ironman or golf or bowling. It's it's a grueling training process. Um, if you're academically inclined and want to, you know, increase your capacities academically to get a master's or PhD in a field of your interest, there's a lot of grueling. And cruelliness to the process. There's discipline, devotion, dedication. And without dedication, devotion, and discipline, you probably aren't going to get very far very fast. And there's no finish line in this case in terms of learning and engaging with who you are as a spiritual human being. There's no finish line. There's no finishing. Um, there's only the practice of stepping into and exploring and discovering who you are in this um, in this human body and the fullest potential of that who you are. So one of the things I would make clear over and over again is that the degree to which it's grueling, that this is hard work and takes a lot of training and dedication. Um, a couple of my clients were saying, you know, oh, I, I forgot to do that, or I forgot to sit with that, or I, I keep forgetting to practice. And um, the, th- the importance of this process is to know that the degree to which you are interested in being fulfilled in this process is the degree to which you'll remember, or you'll train, or you'll uh, find ways to remember to practice. So for me, every morning I start with um, with a dowsing clearing. We've talked about that. That I clear myself every day of, of energies and entities and beings and discordance and and um, disturbances, whatever there may be in my fields that are interfering with my highest truth in aligning with my highest truth, my highest knowing. I start with that, and then I start with some reading in Oneness, the book by Rasha or uh, The Course in Miracles, or David Hawkins, or whatever is with me. That helps me set the pace for the day. That helps me set the focus and the intention. It helps me see most often where um, I'm coming up against obstacles, or where I have a, a certain particular thought pattern or belief system that's interfering with me living in alignment with my truth and my highest potential. But it takes, it's like, oh, it creates a lot of insights to read other people's work. Uh, but to do the, the work yourself is where you will notice things changing. 
So, for instance, um, I realized the degree to which I um, this part of me that feels like a self-importance part, um, probably related to an ego element, but um, uh, the self-importance part isn't interested in spiritual stuff. It's interested in being right and and um, getting my way when I want it. And so in my reading, it's it kind of comes up in my face in the way it does. And it's like, ooh, ow, that kind of, you know, it, 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 it wakes me up even more. But now I have to do something with that. I have to do something as in <clears throat> engage with what's needed in order to dissipate that energy, to dissipate that um, way of being in the world. Um, and I have to, what, what, one of the things I have to do is remember what my highest values are, what my highest trajectories are. And one of those is generosity of spirit. <clears throat> I want to be generous in my spirit all the time. And yet there's a part of me that is still feeling resentful <laughs> which, and resistant because sometimes I've been generous and um, people haven't appreciated me or they took me for granted. So when I'm in a, in a potential, potential position to be generous of spirit, this part of me goes, no, we're not going to do that. And it gets very uh, resistant. And so there, I know that's a place to work. And so it's not just a matter of thinking it different. Oh, I'm just going to be different. And so it is. It takes a lot of energy to train myself to be present to the resistance and the the hurt and the grief and the sadness and the anger that's within that resistance. So it's not just going, oh, I'm resistant, can't do it, or oh, I'm resistant, have to push harder. It's like, no, what's inside that resistance that creates the resistance? What's the source of the resistance? And then I can see when I ask those kinds of questions, what's the source of that resistance? I see all the times where I've given something up for something greater uh, but never actually had to grieve that. I never grieved it. I never had to grieve it. I never thought to grieve it. And yet that grief is still there. Or the anger is still there when someone took uh, took advantage of me. And so in the moments now where I'm working and practicing and engaging in, in the world in a way that, for me, wants to be more generous in my spirit, and as a resistance comes up, I don't go, oh, you know, I better, whatever, just push through it. I have to sit and say, what is that? What part of me is still struggling with wanting to not be generous? So my point here is that it's a lot of work. And um, when we're listening to teachers tell us how simple it is, they um, sometimes forget everything they went through to, to have it, to realize how simple it is. You know, we say it's simple, but not easy. Um, uh, one of my clients mentioned Michael Singer and that she's really l- listening to him and what he's saying. And wonder, one of the wonderful things about what she's hearing is you can't just kind of get the insight and then go, oh, I know that theoretically. You got to actually be in the work. And Michael remembers the work that he went through to get there. The, um, the endurance of staying present with yourself and staying present in the practice of listening to yourself or listening to your higher self or your lower self, if you will, not your lower self, but your, your, that part of you that I'm talking about, that self-important part that's mad and angry or resistant or um, indignant and righteous. 
and listening to all of us and saying, okay, you, you're trying to tell me something and I need to listen. So the teachers, quite often, we forget that um, the, the amount of work that we went through to get to the point where we're able to effortlessly be at a higher state of consciousness or a higher state of generosity or kindness, compassion, it takes a lot of work. And sometimes in the teachings, this is, I think, really important, and if I haven't said it already, in the teachings, they're making it sound like, oh, here's the secret, just do this, and you'll have it. So uh, in the, the video or the book, uh, The Secret, um, it's all about that. It's like, hey, it's easy. I just th- thought this, and then, you know, I manifested it. Uh, but there's a lot more to that in the under, undermining the, um, the reality that we've lived in and patterned in and our cellular memory has a, 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 um, an investment in this uh, consensus reality. So for us to uh, slowly but surely make headway through this, it takes a lot of, like I said, endurance and dedication and discipline. The most important thing for me was to keep remembering that there are there's that place that spiritual teachers get to, and it's not the arrival at enlightenment. It's just these places where there's an experience of a greater degree of, of awareness, a greater degree of love and compassion and kindness, a greater degree of generosity and spirit. And that's I knew that some people had that, and if they had it, then I could have it. And so I would listen to myself when I'm not in that place to say, how do I get there? How do I, how do, I have to remember that that place exists of, the, of love and light and, um, and compassion. That exists and I want to be there. And so what do I need to let go of? What do I need to train myself to let go of so that, that I can have that? And little by little by little, I've gotten here. <laughs> Wherever here is, I'm here. And, um, and so that's what I want for you. I want you to um, keep remembering that if you are in this process of a spiritual immersion, to, to know it is hard work, no matter who you are, and that you're not alone, because every one of us is doing it, and we have support and guides and, and coaches and therapists or spiritual directors who can support us in that, and we're all doing this work to one degree or another. And more, some of us are more conscious of it than others. And, and lastly, it's just all within you. And just to be patient with yourself and not beat yourself up, not make yourself wrong because you're not moving faster. You know, I'm, I was in my 60s. Most of this time, in this, you know, the, the greatest degree of my work has, has been done in my 60s. And I'm going, why didn't it happen earlier? Why couldn't I have gotten it earlier? And it's like, it's because it doesn't. It took the, it's taken the time it's taken. It's all unfolding on its own timing and not my timing, but the timing of the divine. And I have to keep remembering that and accepting that and being patient with myself. And one of the things that the Course in Miracles says is, hey, if this is hard for you, it's probably not time for you yet. Don't worry about it. Don't feel guilty or shame or don't beat yourself up and say, but I should. Just know it's you're not ready yet. And it's all of it's all that kind of beautiful. It's like if you were, uh, if you know, if a, when a baby is, uh, when a mother is impregnated with with, with and and is having a baby, that baby takes nine months to be fully ready for coming into the world. 
And if it's not nine months, it's not ready in, in its fullest capacity. Now, some babies are born earlier or whatever, and but the point is, is it takes the time it takes to gestate. And if you're not ready, you're still in that gestation or incubation stage of growing what's needed to, to grow to get you to the next next moment of choice making where you can say, yes, I'm ready today, or I'm ready to do this, but not that. And it's all self-empowered, and it's all grace, and it's all on divine timing. And I hated people hearing hearing people say that as much as I, I mean, I just hated pe- hearing people say that. So if you hate hearing me say that, I totally get it. <laughs> but that's part of that. It's easy. It's just all in divine timing. Uh, and you go, ah, oh, crap, I, you know, I don't want to hear that. Uh, it, I want it now. I want it now. And that's that ego part, that part that says, I want it and I want it my way and I want it on my timing. It doesn't always work that way especially when it comes to uh, cultivating a relationship with our spiritual self. So that's pretty much it for today. Uh, Again, just uh, this is grueling, difficult work, but if you're dedicated and you experience the positivity of this and know the positivity of of learning who you are and growing, then there's so much, uh, so much richness in this process. And I offer that to you. If you need support, love support, um, I'm open to doing coaching. And uh, so give me a call or email me at rosie at the paradigmshifts.com. If you haven't been to my website yet, that's the paradigmshifts.com. I have a lot of books and blogs and videos and also information about coaching and coach training. So feel free to visit me there. All right, big hugs. Bye for now. 